Hi, welcome to this episode of our podcast on malaria. Today we're going to be introducing the topic and learning about some of the complications and challenges that society faces with this very um, unique disease. So malaria dates back to many years ago and it's... Over 10,000 years ago. And it's a sometimes fatal disease caused by a parasite which infects a certain type of female mosquito and these mosquitoes have been infected through a previous blood meal taken from the infected person and there are currently no antibiotics that cure malaria so it's just been a huge battle for many years malaria is caused by as maya says this uh it's carried by the female anopheles type mosquito and that mosquito takes blood from someone and it it can it it passes the plasmodium and the plasmodium is the parasite that festers in the mosquito's gut and changes shape morphology so to say and goes up and can then enter the bloodstream of anyone who the mosquito bites next and that is the vector or the way that the disease spreads and malaria can have various uh, symptoms in in humans anything from a fever and chills to headache sweats nausea vomiting choose one from the grocery list Um. and because it is a plasmodium that means that an antibiotic will not work and an antiviral treatment will not work. There is currently only one vaccine and it can and it has only a 30% efficacy rate and it's very hard to get available because of the lack of funding. Yeah, so although there's not a vaccine for malaria, there are like treatments and different methods used to prevent it because a lot of times it's in small third world countries but there's a lot of like visitors and um, health workers that want to go and research in those countries so they can take um, like pre-infection shots that stop the vector borne disease from like forming and it helps prevents the method of transmission and this is called a chemoprophylax, yeah, I think. And it's it, there's many different types of this anti-malarial drug, but it's used to prevent the development of a disease. And when you travel to those places, you have to take it like two to 20 days before your departure. And then you have to continue taking doses of it for one to four weeks after you return home. So through our research, we learned about Dr. Anthony Allison, who came up with a very important and interesting discovery. Um, He was a South African scientist, and he went to regions where malaria was very common, and he would take blood samples from people, and he quickly realized how, well, what they already knew was that sickle cell disease is very common there, which is where you're red blood cells are deformed into a sickle shape and they can't hold oxygen, which puts you in a lot of pain. And he realized that people who were carriers or had 
sickle cell disease um, were unable to contract malaria because of how their uh, blood cells are formed. Malaria couldn't live inside of them. So this is lucky for people who have sickle cell disease because they are not lucky to have it, but they're lucky to be able to avoid malaria. And some people who um, just have it as a recessive trait and are just carriers of sickle cell don't have to deal with the pain of the disease and they also can't contract malaria. This is an evolutionary mechanism that has happened over many thousands of years. And survival of the fittest in Darwin's purest form is evolution, that people will adapt to their environment. Because Africa has this environment, and as an aside, malaria spreads uh, due to the, the, the Anopheles female mosquito. And that mosquito uh, likes still water, so marshes and swamps and areas like that are very present in Africa especially. That's why the disease was so bad there. And it used to be very prevalent in the United States, uh, but especially due to New Deal programs in the 1930s and pesticides like DDT, uh, the mosquito, if the mosquito is killed, it obviously can't spread the disease. And all of that drainage has helped America not be as affected by malaria. But to, to finish uh, Anna's point about sickle cell, uh, unless anyone else ha that has anything to add, it, it's just an evolutionary mechanism which shows the pure genius of the human uh, genome and how genetics and heritability uh, influence immunity. Uh, a discussion we just engaged in is how malaria, we still haven't, or the scientists still haven't come up with the uh, vaccine. And we've been facing coronavirus for just a little over a year and there's already multiple vaccines that have been proven to work. We don't know how long for, but um, that just shows how complicated malaria is and even with the technological advancements and science, like progressivism and all that, that they still struggle to find a cure, a vaccine or anything. So um, it's like makes us fearful for that, that like we still can't find a vaccine for it. And yeah. Yeah. They, like think about how corona it's only been around for a year we already have over three um, effective vaccines and even though malaria has been around for 10,000 years there's only one vaccine that's 30 percent effective and it's because of the complicated disease it's much more difficult but they also have to put in the same amount of funding into this disease so we're hopeful that once corona gets settled more funding time and energy can be put into finding a malaria vaccine Another factor is that malaria is not often taught about. So while people may recognize the name and think, oh, mosquitoes, Africa, they won't know any specifics. So education is always key to improving uh, situations and finding solutions. Yes, I have a question actually to, like, that we can talk about. Do you think, um, like after all these COVID-19 vaccines were made like only in the span of a year, do you think like malaria, like researchers and scientists working on malaria are frustrated that, that there's so much funding for these vaccines when malaria is still like 
a significant issue in other countries? I think they probably um, do understand that since COVID-19 spread around the world so quickly and affected everyone, it was crucial to put the time and energy into helping this. But it, I'm sure it is frustrating that there was excessive fundings into those vaccines, which they've been fighting for for years and still haven't received. Yeah, I think that like, um, it's definitely frustrating because malaria has been around for over 10,000 years. However, like you rather be battling one, um, one disease than two. So to like conquer, um, to sort of, I guess we can conquer um, COVID right now. And then hopefully that is a little more promising that they'll be able to focus on malaria after. And another thing is that the United States, one of the leaders of the world in general, um, because we are not having serious problems with malaria, uh, like that's why there is that funding disparity between over four billion, maybe more for COVID, and less than one billion over thirty years for uh, malaria. And not to read too too much into that, but I think it does say something, and that something is that uh, that this country is more concerned with primarily. Uh, this country and a little, just a little bit less about uh, outreach and curing uh, malaria. Malaria, though, of course, the United States is member of the World Health Organization and is working to to help in the world. Do you think it would make a difference if we were currently being plagued by yes. malaria? Definitely. Then it would be solved as. I'm not going to say as quickly as COVID, but then there would be significant increase in resources devoted to malaria. Mm -hmm. What do you think as a country, I mean, obviously right now COVID is a priority, but assuming, I don't know, five, ten years in the future, do we have a responsibility as a world leader to step up to the plate? Well, thank you, thank you for this discussion. I was, I, there's so much we still don't know. You hear the words malaria, and I think a big question mark goes up in a, in a lot of our minds. And this, hopefully, we've gained some insight into this afflicting disease. Thank you very much. Thank you.